you gotta cooperate. How do you think you're ever gonna be in the movie if you don't? <laughs> oh, you're never gonna be a star if you keep lazing around like this. Come on up. Come on up. Oh, and here comes Cal. I'll listen. Will you come up here? Have they been getting along? They get along. They. They both need attention so badly. And when we go outside, so Calvin is just always thrilled to go outside. Mm -hmm. And so he's just running a bunch around a bunch, and he runs into Ogie <laughs> okay. with his full force. And Ogie doesn't like doesn't that like that. Much. And also, if you if you go like Ogie, come here. Calvin comes here. Oh. And then you say, Calvin, get over here. Ogie gets over there. Okay. Maybe they got a they got Freaky Friday. <sighs> Welcome back to Big Cat Comedy, a serious podcast. A very serious podcast. I'm Harry James Miller. And I'm Neil Van Cleet, IBS Warrior. Neil, how was your week? It was pretty good. Yeah? Pretty hectic. You did anything? Oh, hectic. Well, that means excitement. Yeah, yeah. So we, we took on another dog, mm -hmm. watching Ogie for 10 days. And then I did a, a tour, mm -hmm. a distillery tour. How for, was that? For 24 Brazilians. How many is a Brazilian? A lot. Uh-huh. Uh, and so they had a translator. Mm -hmm. And he was really chummy. So, like, it was fun, but also just adds to the chaos. Usually the t tours max out at 16. Like, that 16 is a lot of people. Uh-huh. I had 24. And they showed up 15 minutes late. Oh, perfect. So, just a little bit chaotic. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But, again, just very chaotic. And then I had this chummy translator next to me. And I was like, help me help you. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to go to a baseball game this week. But yeah. it just didn't work out. The one that we wanted to go to was ended up being Craig Council's record-breaking win. I know. So I was, I was like, damn. I, I picked a good one to want to go to, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, pretty much all three Mets games... Mets Good Brewers games. games were like big in some way. Yeah. So yeah, that does does stink. Uh -huh. But we'll go another we'll day. We'll get them when it's playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll be back. What about you? How was your week? My week was all right. Um, still working on the choices video. Yeah. Uh, I've got to figure out. I didn't film like the little recap yet. Okay. Because I always, I always save that for the end to see, like, how much how much mental energy do I have left to put into this? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I remember the last episode, I was like, if you want to know what's happened, don't bother watching the other ones. Uh, <laughs> basically, I just want to seduce Pete Davidson. And that was, like, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I think for this one, I got I to gotta up the production value. <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got a considerable number of subscribers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to gotta boost the numbers a little. Yeah. yeah. Um, so still working on that. Uh, been doing a lot at work myself. Um, we got there's this big thing we're working on. We got the extension for, which makes me very happy. Just mm -hmm. means that like you know, not gonna be as busy. What was gonna be cramming a lot into two weeks is now. Over we got, a month. We got three <laughs> more weeks now. It's just it's breezy. Yeah. It's breezy. Um, one thing I did learn this week is, uh. One of my, I, I learned uh, 
Are you familiar with the number one streaming artist on Spotify? Who is it? It's Ed Sheeran. Okay. And I, for the longest time, was like, why is it Ed Sheeran? Like, I know his songs get a lot of radio play. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, who listens to Ed Sheeran? I figured it out. Who? It's my coworker. Oh. He loves Ed Sheeran. Okay. It was all we were listening to. Are you a big Ed Sheeran fan? No. I wouldn't say I am. Nor am I. I wouldn't say that at all. Writes a lot of music, though. So many songs. There's definitely, like... And they're all so similar. They're all so... But, like, he writes a lot of music. So we definitely like at least one Ed Sheeran song. Oh, for sure. Just... The numbers? You're gonna hit one. (laughs) You have to like one. You have to. Uh There's just so much. Yeah. But, like, the first song I was like, huh, Ed Sheeran. Not what I would expect. And then another Ed Sheeran song played. And then another Ed Sheeran song played. I also feel like Ed Sheeran always comes up in other playlists. It's never somebody's primary Well, that's the thing. He's listening on Pandora, which is not something that I had used since I was like in the fifth grade or in sixth grade. Uh Um, And so to have a Pandora that's like so exclusively Ed Sheeran, I was like, how did you? (laughs) The whole point of it is it's supposed to play a variety of music. Uh So I guess... You just dislike every other artist, and you're like, give I me Ed, want Ed or give me dead. This is my Ed-Dora. My Ed-Dora. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that was the big thing I learned this week. Is who, who's listening to Ed Sheeran? It's my coworker. He's <laughs> and pumping it out. Yeah. Speaking of new music, yeah, that all kind of sounds the same. Uh-huh. Drake dropped an album last night. I heard about it. Haven't listen to it though it certainly does it's gonna lead to an increase in coronavirus cases amongst young people (laughs) it is it's you listen to it and it's like it's all just like the same but it's 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 so listenable Uh like it's i will 100 percent just put it on when i'm like playing hades or something just to like I, i just want some music playing in the background right i'll just throw that on and I will never learn a single word to any of those songs. Um, but just there's one song that has like a fun 11 over 16 polyrhythm. And you're like, oh, oh this, is, this is not what I was expecting from a Drake album. <laughs> but everything else is just like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, ba, 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 ba. And you're like, all right, cool. A nice beat. Way to go, Some Drake. words over it. Yeah. A lot of falsetto on the album, too. I didn't expect wow. it. Yeah. Especially Maybe the that's first the track. new era. Just <laughs> falsetto. falsetto. Just going. Harry Styles does a lot of it. Now Drake. I'll say it. Harry Styles has a much better falsetto than Drake. <laughs> I'm shocked. There's a there's a considerable amount of auto tune on Drake's falsetto. Did you see that Beyonce is coming out with a new album? I saw that too. Who'd have guessed this was going to be the year that everyone goes, all right, putting out new music. The Grammys are uh, going to have a fun time. Oh, yeah. And they're going to choose the wrong one. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Ed Sheeran's going to drop it the end of the year. They're going to go, that's the album of the year. <laughs> that's, that's the hip-hop album of the year. The... <laughs> I don't think that anybody... I mean, obviously, Beyonce's album hasn't come out yet, so I don't know what category they're going to put it in. Are right. they going to put it in pop? Are they going to put it in urban? Which is, you know, the Emmys going, well, that's for black people. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not engage critically. I mean, that's why Tyler, the Creator's... Uh, Igor was put into hip hop when it's it's not a hip hop album, it's it's a lot of things. But a hip hop album is not what I would consider it. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know 
I don't think they're going to pick Drake for Hip Hop Album of the Year. I'm calling it now. Okay. I will say that Grammy voters are more likely to vote for Kendrick Lamar over Drake. Okay. Which I think is a very easy thing to say. <laughs> I, I think Kendrick's album is so not Grammy friendly, though. Yeah, that's true. But by that same token, it allows the Grammys to go like, see, we're cool. Oh, we're, hip. we're so different. We, it'll, it'll get nominated for album of the year. It will not win. <laughs> it will not win. I always find it so funny when like an album gets nominated for album of the year and nominated for like best pop album or best hip hop album or whatever. And it doesn't win the category where it's amongst all the other hip hop albums. So it's like, all right, well, this wasn't even the best pop album of the year. How could it possibly win album of the year then? Why was it even chosen for that? <laughs> You're asking all the right questions. I, and I'm getting no answers from the Grammys. No answers. Because the Grammys don't like to do things right. No. I, very few award shows do. But this isn't yeah. our award show episode. We've no, already been there. Don't I have we? more award show stuff to talk about. Oh, okay. So maybe it is. <laughs> the Tonys were this weekend. That is true. Did you watch? I didn't. Wow. I, I believe I was at work. On Sunday? Yeah. Okay. So. I had work on Sunday as well. Oh, but you work in a theater. Uh-huh. A but easier. I I still didn't watch. This is the no. first time I hadn't watched, I think, since like 2015. 20, well, I definitely watched 2016 because that was, that was when Hamilton won right. everything. And then Waitress said, what about me? And then Borat 2 said, I'll get my revenge one day. And then it did. <laughs> Um, How many of the Tony winners match up with your predictions? I didn't do the math because... Okay. Um, Too embarrassed? I, I, right off the bat, a lot of them were wrong. Um, <laughs> granted, the only shows I saw this season were A Strange Loop, yeah, which I thought was great, uh-huh. and that won Best Musical, and mm, I had it winning Best Musical, so great. Love that. Uh, I saw POTUS, which is a straight play. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think it was Not straight. For, it's it's kind of gay. But uh, it was not even nominated for Best Play. Sad. Um, Because it's all women. I saw Diana, (laughs) the musical. Which it should have won a lot. Which got one nomination (laughs) for Best Costume Design. And I don't even know if it... I don't even know if it won. Tony winners, 2022. Oh, let's just go to CNN.com. A website that I never use. Uh, just show me Diana. That's all I want to know. Did Diana win? Oh, it did not win. 6-1 for costume design. Understandably. That makes I think sense. I might have even put that on mine. I did. I did put that on hey, mine. Th- there's at least two, right? At least two. Best Revival of Musical? I said it was going to be Company. It was Company. Dang, I'm good. Sorry, huge. Uh, best play. I said it was going to be the the Lehman trilogy. It was the Lehman trilogy. So you did pretty good. Yeah, I guess maybe I'll put it on the screen right now. How many I got right? The one thing uh, about my my Tony Awards ballot that's incorrect, um, and this isn't even my fault, is that for best sound design of a musical, they put the nominees for best lighting design of a play. Oh. So I said, best lighting design of a play? I have no idea. I didn't see any of these, so I picked one. And then best sound design of a musical, I said, hold on. Macbeth is not a musical. <laughs> the Skin of Our Teeth, also not a musical. Not a musical. So I just, I just X'd out the whole category. <laughs> You're wrong. So, yeah, that one's not on me. 
that one I didn't get right, and I'll I'll acknowledge it. Um, my mom asked me after she was like, "So, after these awards, what do you want to see now? What's changed?" Um, and I want to I didn't really have much interest in seeing Take Me Out, um, but now I go, "There's got to be something there, right?" Right. Obviously, it had its whole controversy with people taking photos of the nude actors non-consensually, which yep. mm, thumbs down. Not a fan of that. Pretty big thumbs down. Um, don't don't take non-consensual pictures. Yeah, especially when people are in the nude. Um, Pretty easy not to do, actually. Yeah, yeah. Especially uh, since you should have your phone off anyway. In the theater to begin with. Yeah, uh, that's a whole other thing. But I want to see that now. Um, I wanted to see six before. I, st- I still want to see it. <laughs> it does seem fun. Yeah. It's a very, like, anti-Tony Awards show, because there's not, like, a star. Right. Like, the, if, if there was a Best Ensemble Award, it would have won that. Yeah. Because that show was built off of the cohesion of the group. Yeah. Um, and I, w- I want to see MJ now. Okay. It was one of, I think, that it was the winningest musical this time. It was definitely quite the topic, if anything else. Yeah. Um, I know that Strange Loop only won two awards, um, one of which being best musical. So, like, how are you going to be the best musical and not have the best other stuff? <laughs> um, Tony Award winners, multiple, not multiverse of madness. I don't think that would even do anything. Um, ba 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 ba. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, MJ won a lot. I think this is the first year in a long time where uh, the thing that won the most was a straight play. Because mm-hmm. Lehman Trilogy, I know, won six. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, here we go. Multiple wins. Lehman Trilogy had five, okay. as did Company. Because, of course, Patti Lapone's going to get her Tony for it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> the, it, if you were nominated for supporting actress in a musical... The nomination was the win. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that the Tony Awards were going to go, well, of course we're going to give it to Patty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, MJ won four, six won two. That sounds like an area code. Uh, a Strange Loop won two awards. Um, Take Me Out won two. So I'm, I want to see it now. Why not? <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> uh Let's 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 get into the days. Huh? You want another days? Yeah. What day is it today? This is a big day. June twentieth. Okay. Lots of things happening. Okay. Okay. So we have two world days. Mm-hmm. This whole world, including the oceans, we got World Productivity Day. Okay. Even the sea stars are being productive. Good. Today. Good for them. But it's also World Refugee Day. Okay. We're producing a lot of refugees. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's also international, so oceans do not recognize this day. International Nystagmus Awareness Day. Now, it's a good thing they got awareness in there, because I have no idea what nystagmus is. So nystagmus is uh, a thing with your eyes Uh where, where they're rapidly moving. Okay. So, so there's two different ones. One where it like jerks, then like it's it moves back, and then there's one where it's just always moving. Okay. So it's kind of like 
not to be insensitive, but permanent googly eye uh-huh. syndrome. Uh huh. So now you're okay. Aware now I'm aware of nystagmus. The awareness day has done its job. <laughs> I am now aware. Uh, and then we get oh one more international. The oceans. Funny enough, don't recognize this one. Okay. International Surfing Day. Oh. The oceans hate it. No. They're sick of it. They're, it's like, they get think out it's of just here. a bunch of landlubbers invading their space, uh-huh. using our environment. So, all the, the collective nations love International Decided. Surfing Day. But the oceans do not. And then it's National Hike with a Geek Day. And that's the one I didn't do any research on, and I don't want to. No, yeah. That one's pretty self-explanatory, and I feel like <laughs> it's either like, come on, everybody, let's all get outside, or it's like, you pasty fucker. Yeah, go take You gotta it. leave the house. Take a fucking hike, you <laughs> geek. You've been on World of Warcraft too, too long. long. Let's go. Let's go. It's time for you to get a little exercise yeah. in. Yeah. I understand that your hand-eye coordination is really good. What about your leg eye coordination? <laughs> uh, we also got National Dump the Pump Day. Because gas is so expensive. <laughs> yeah, pretty I much. I saw one photo where it was like gas was seven fifty, and the caption was, keep raising it. I'll keep grinding. <laughs> I, I love that one. That was so... <laughs> Make it go higher. See if, I'll, see if I'll do anything, huh? We also have National American Eagle Day. The brand? Not the brand. Okay. The actual bird. Nice. The bald eagle. Nice. Now known as the American eagle. Because uh-huh. no other country uses an eagle as their logo, their no. national animal. No, especially not anyone who borders us. <laughs> nope. Nuh-uh. Uh, and then our foods, we have a lot. It's National Queen Amon Day. I'm not familiar. It's a cronut, but the article said... or. This website specifically said it's not a cronut, but it is now, a cronut. Now, hold on. You don't know what a cronut <laughs> no, is? No, I know what a cronut okay. is, but when is a cronut not a cronut? When it's a queen of mod. Okay. <laughs> is there, like, anything different about it at all? The queen of it... it's made with more butter. Okay. And it's older. Like, it actually comes from France. Got it. Got it. The cronut was just kind of an I thought you experiment. meant that it was like sitting out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that one's a little bit older, so it's no longer a cronut. No, it's n- aged where now it's a queen of on. <laughs> no, it, it just dates farther back in history. Gotcha. Uh, also, National Ice Cream Soda Day. Nice. Classic. <laughs> Which like... Classic. That means there's a root beer float day, and they're like... Well, what about like a like a Dr Pepper float? <laughs> mm, that's different. And then National Vanilla Milkshake Day. Great. Lots of sweets. Uh huh. Vanilla milkshake is for sure the most likely thing I'll get on that day because it's supposed to be hot. It's hot today. It's the summertime. Why do you think I got my my palm tree shorts on? <laughs> it is too warm for me. That's all the days. Lots of days though. Lots of days. And a considerable number of food ones, I think, to make up for the fact that last week there were none. Zero, yeah. Except for, what is it, spaghetti and sweet and sour sauce day? Is that what? Yeah. Just pasta and sweet and sour okay. sauce. got it, got Specifically it. Specifically McDonald's sweet and sour yeah, sauce. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those are the days, though. Cool. What else you got for me? I saw a couple movies this week. 
Oh. Um, some what? of which I know you haven't seen. Okay. Like Lightyear. Yeah. It came out yesterday. Have not seen it. I was one of the first in the theater. Wow. Saw it at 10 p.m. Wow. Because I knew that all the little chitlins had gone to sleep. So besides the premiere, I mean, you were one of the first eyes set the, upon. The, literally before the movie played, there was this thing with Chris Evans and uh, Kiki Palmer and one other person from the movie. I don't remember who. But they were like, you're one of the first people to see Lightyear. Thanks for coming to the movies. <laughs> so we got like, you get movie with Maria Menounos. Yeah. And then trailers for a bunch of movies. Uh-huh. And then Nicole Kidman telling you how special the movies are. Yeah. And then Chris Evans going, thanks for coming to the movies. And then... They're really thankful. You get to watch a movie after all that. <laughs> They're really that. thankful for you coming to the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a little boring. Because okay. it, it starts... Like, it gives three sentences of pretext. It goes... Mm-hmm. In 1995, a kid named Andy saw a movie that made him want to get a Buzz Lightyear toy. This is that movie. Like, great, cool. This is going to be like a 90s action comedy. Yeah. Is it? No. And then you're like, well, maybe it's going to be a send-up of a 90s action comedy. Where it like plays into the tropes, but also makes fun of the tropes. No, it's not that. Not that either. It's just kind of a boring movie. There's a lot of action. There is occasionally comedy. The thing with this movie is it's not necessarily designed for the child audience. It, uh-huh. It's more designed for people like people you and I's age uh-huh. that watched Toy Story growing up. Maybe even a little bit older than us. Yeah. So they're definitely just... They might have kids of their own. But those kids don't... Like they can't really comprehend movie yet. Yeah, and especially not like I, it it doesn't really have a whole lot of like '90s nostalgia to it, which like mm. I think is probably intentional to like not like for a movie that's set in a specific year, it has absolutely zero. And I'm I'm not saying that like because it it takes place in the future, right? So like obviously like it has the future set up, yeah. But for a movie that's supposedly made in the 90s it does not feel like a movie that was made in the 90s give me what people in the 90s thought a spaceship would look like yeah yeah and like obviously eventually there's going to be a spaceship that looks like the spaceship that buzz lightyear's toy comes in yeah at some point you have to have that but there's there's gonna be other stuff too so make I, i just thought it was gonna either be a 90s action comedy or like a send up of a 90s action comedy uh-huh. and it wasn't really either of those dang um, I mean I'll still probably see it yeah it is I mean like it's it's a Pixar movie uh-huh. so it's beautifully animated uh-huh. um, the voice acting is pretty good I thought that you know Chris Evans does more than he necessarily has to work with because Buzz Lightyear is so like I am the military I'm a space man. ranger I salute the flag and blah 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 um and so, like, he breathes some life into him. Um, but it, it, I'm glad that I watched that movie second yesterday. Okay, what was the first Because first one? yesterday, watched Bob's Burgers movie. And what'd you think? That was good. Okay. That was good stuff. It was a musical. Didn't know that going in. Okay. Um, and the other thing is, like, the first song happens, like, almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And then the second song happens, I want to say, like, 
45 or 50 minutes into the movie and the movie's only like an hour and so that's 40 not minutes. a musical well but then there's there's like five songs in the back end so like i didn't real like the first song goes and you're like oh they have like a fun musical number in the opening that's great because sometimes there are songs in the show yeah. um and then like there's no other music and so you're like okay this isn't really musical it's kind of more of a murder mystery and then it becomes both and you're like oh i wish there were a couple more songs in the interim yeah but i'm glad we got all these ones at the end right it was so funny they're 100 percent. i will watch it again when i'm just like so high <laughs> yeah i and it's on a streaming service i'll turn it on and i'll have the time of my life speaking of movie musicals yeah do you see the news about joker 2 it's on my list <laughs> that movie for those of you who don't know, Lady Gaga is rumored to be Harleen Quinzel, a.k.a. Harley Quinn, in The Joker 2 with Joaquin Phoenix, which is supposed to be a musical. Let's just let that sit for a moment. Yeah, that's a lot. It's going to be either my favorite movie ever <laughs> or... It's going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah. And there's no in-between, I hope. I just... The first Joker had a lot of success. It did. I agree. It, the first Joker was successful. And now they're just going, Yui. Fuck it, we ball. Get Lady Gaga in here. She did that Top Gun thing. <laughs> That's a, the, one of the trailers that I saw yesterday was just... It wasn't even a trailer for Top Gun, because that movie's already out. It was a trailer for Lady Gaga's song that she sings yeah. in Top Gun. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, let's put her in Joker 2. I saw the, I saw this one video about Top Gun. Uh-huh. This old Navy pilot. And he's like, Tom Cruise isn't nothing. I'd wax his ass in a dogfight. Well, he's an actor. <laughs> No, I know, but like the character. Oh, got it, got of it. Maverick. Got it, got this got Navy it. pilot's like, I'd wax his ass okay, in a dogfight. Okay, cool. So I sent it to my Navy pilot friend. Uh huh. And he just said, facts. <laughs> got it. Because this is not the first piece of Joker 2 news that I had seen. Okay. Um, have you seen the, like, the title of the sequel? No. I've just seen Joker Dose. Well. It's allegedly being called Joker Folly Adieu, which is a title referencing a medical condition for an identical or similar mental disorder that affects two or more individuals. Um, it's also the name of, I want to say, a 21 Pilots album okay. or a... There's some album by some, like, Fallout Boy. That's who it is. Fallout Boy. Um, so, it's... I, I saw... And the, the way that they announced the title was it's like this red background. And it says, Joker, Folly Adieu, written by Scott Silver and Todd Phillips. Also, Todd is the... Todd Phillips. I can't name a single other famous person named Todd. Todd like you Lundgren. got Chuck Todd and Sweeney Todd, but that's last name. Todd who? Lundgren. Who's that? I don't know. I just know it's a name in my uh, <laughs> databank of Todds. Okay. 
But uh, I feel like every other name, there's at least two famous of them. You know? So maybe the folly of you is Todd Phillips finding another famous Todd. Ugh. I'm sure there are other famous people named Todd. Not Todd Lundgren. Todd Rundgren. I see. I still don't know him. He's a... Uh... He's a musician. Okay. Cool. But yeah, so the first thing I saw was that red, like, script cover. And I was like, oh, this is going to be the most pretentious movie I've ever seen in my whole life. And then they said, and we're getting Lady Gaga to play Harley Quinn. And I said, now hold on a second. Is this still going to be the most pretentious film I've seen in my life? Maybe. Very much, perhaps. Is it going to be enjoyable? Also, maybe, because (laughs) Lady Gaga's in it. Did you ever see House of Gucci? I didn't see House of Gucci. Okay, okay, okay. She, I love, another thing about Lady Gaga is whenever she does a role, she always talks about her, her, uh, I don't Strife. Yeah, her strife, her her getting into character and yeah. being like, I was in mental anguish yeah. for 18 years to prepare for this role. And so what's she going to do for Joker? For this where she has to have a shared psychosis with method actor Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. I, I would not want to work on that set. I'll be honest. It sounds like it's going to be a nightmare. It does sound like that. But it could be... A fun movie. It could also be a funny movie. It'll be fun. Somehow. Will we be laughing with the Joker? Or at the Joker? Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I also... I want want a movie where the Joker is a funny guy. You know? Not just deranged? No, I don't want him... Having damage to tattooed on his forehead, or Br- bring me the gun that puts that out the says little stick. Bang. That says bang. Yeah. That's so funny. That is I want funny. a Joker who does a lot more bits. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sick of the Joker who's I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, we I'm so live bad. in a society. I don't want that Joker anymore. I've seen it too many times now. I feel like that's the only Joker that they ever want to put in the movies anymore. I agree. I want a Joker who leans more into the comedy who's the clown prince of crime emphasis on the clown the clown he's having a good time give me the clown baby that's the other thing it's like i want him to be having a good time but like also the joker likes to try to make other people laugh too you know yeah so where's that huh i feel like he's only ever trying to make himself giggle give me robert pattinson's batman who's just ultra edgelord uh-huh and then give me Zach Galifianakis Lego Joker. Yeah, yeah. I want that. Cast Pete Davidson as the Joker. <laughs> so you still have that deathly look, but uh-huh. funny guy. But it's it's more just because he's a sickly person. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can give a high mat. I you have a perfect outline where to put makeup, really. Yeah. He's got the bone structure for he it. Definitely does. Cast Pete Davidson as the Joker baby. I'd love that. I'd love that. I'd love if Kumail Nanjiani was the Joker. That'd be a good... He'd be so funny. He'd be so fun. I agree. But they're not going to do that. Or cast Elijah Wood 
as the Joker. As the Joker. Now that's interesting. <laughs> that's there's some casting Very short. possibilities there. It'll be an interesting Joker. Yeah, I think no longer edgy. Uh huh. And I'm okay with that. We've had, but too I don't many know if it's going to be a goofy Joker either. Oh well, I don't know. I like would I trust that man. But that's a little chaos. He would only ever get involved with something like a Batman movie if he owed many people a lot of money, which I don't think he does. <laughs> no. Or if he thought that he was truly going to be able to do something different and unique. Okay. Because he's, in my brain, occupies a similar space to Daniel Radcliffe. He's yeah. like, I just kind of want to make movies that I think are cool. Yeah. Because I've done... Or at least fun. Yeah. Like, I've done the billion-dollar movies before. Yeah. And those are those are all right. And I got my check for doing that. Yeah. Still so do. Now, so, yeah. And I still have my check <laughs> for doing that. So let me just make a movie that I think would be cool and interesting. Yeah. And then he'll go do that. Yeah. I guess I, I mostly agree. He... One time in French class in high school, I watched where he played a vampire. Yeah. It was a short film. Uh-huh. Like seven minutes long. Okay. But he was a vampire, and there were two vampires in love. It was fun. If look up Elijah Wood Vampire at some point and watch it, because okay. it is fun. I'll have seven minutes at some point, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are, any other movie stuff you got? No other movie stuff, I don't think. You want to hear about these animals? Sure. Just hailing from your state. Of Nebraska. Of Nebraska. So over in uh, coastal Nebraska... Uh huh. There's these worms. Okay. That are messing shit up. What do you mean? They're called hammerhead worms and jumping worms. Okay. And they're messing up the ecosystem. How so? So you you know earthworms good. Yes. They they eat stuff and poop it out and make soil. Yeah. Pre- really good soil actually. Uh huh. Um, it's not very gravelly. It's it's nice, stuff moist. Stuff can so, grow there. Yeah. S- stuff can grow native to coastal Nebraska. Uh-huh. And so these new worms, hammerhead worms and jumping worms, the hammerhead worms are eating the earthworms. So okay. killing those off. But also when they're eating, they're pooping out not good soil. Oh. So it's all rocky and grainy. Gotcha. Not good for stuff to grow in. Mm-hmm. And then the jumping worms, they're not eating the earthworms, but they they just populate way quicker than earthworms. Got it. So, and they eat the same things that earthworms do. So uh-huh. also killing them off, just not as directly. Yeah. Yeah. So just making it hard for any native plants to go in coastal Nebraska. We're going to be without corn. Can I ask why they're called jumping worms? Do they actually leap? Because if so, I would love to see some uh, some videos of some evidence to this fact. Maybe they're called jumping. See how widely a jumping earthworm wriggles. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just be moving and grooving. And so they get some airtime. Yeah, they just wriggle so much that they wriggle themselves off the <laughs> ground. All right. Jumping. I'd Same way jumping. that Buzz Lightyear flies. Yeah. Yeah. And the hammerhead earthworm, I'm imagining hammerhead, shark head, earthworm body. No. Oh, looks more like a slug. <laughs> they are ugly. Yeah. So, the, like, a little bit of hammerhead. 
Where? Right here. This That's the head? Side. Yeah. I thought the other end was the head. No, there's no hammer up there. There's, there's a little bit oh, of hammer. Oh, yeah, there's freaking ball peen over on that side. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite hammer? Well, definitely to say is ball peen. Okay. Because um, it's like balls and penis, and that's yeah. funny. Yeah, of course. Um, favorite type of hammer? I don't know. Jack? Jack hammer? That's pretty good. I like sledge. Mythical? Oh, okay. Mjolnir? <laughs> what are other types of hammers? You got your ball peen. You got your sledge. You got your mechanics hammer. What is a mechanics hammer? What's that one? Okay. Looks mostly like a standard issue hammer. But a but little spike a little on different. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claw hammer. Lineman's hammer. Now, hold on. And then the dead blow hammer. I feel like the sledgehammer should be called a dead blow hammer. What? Is the dead blow hammer just bigger? Is that I don't it? know. I'm trying to think of other hammers. You got Justin Hammer. You do have Justin Hammer. Time. <sighs> Knife Edge Hammer. Knife Edge Hammer? Is it just literally self-explanatory? Knife Edge. Mm. So it's an axe. Yeah. Yeah. Toolmaker Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> what? It makes tools. Come on. Okay. Brick Hammer. <laughs> the Brick Hammer. The toolmaker hammer looks like something that a kid would draw while trying to draw something that's actually like from the future. Like it's yeah. like a hammer, but it can also be a wrench. Yeah, and absolutely. It also can. And you're like, all right, kid. We should invent it. You a got hammer. a healthy uh, our own hammer, licorice hammer. Licorice hammer. Okay. It doesn't. It's not made out of licorice. Let's get okay. one thing straight. It's used to pound candy it just looks like licorice oh okay so you got so twisty handle i was gonna say normal handle standard oh, issue okay. rubber or wood if depending on you know who's making it. how much money you're willing to drop on yeah, it. yeah yeah um and then it's got the two prongs of a fork hammer except those are twisties because they're licorice okay and then uh it's got a twisty that leads to a flat side so you can bang stuff in with it Oh, okay. So it's just twisty version just of a twisty the hammer. hammer. Got, it. got it. But it's called a liquor's hammer because it loves that movie. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll, we'll we'll keep working on it. Okay, okay. okay. What else you got for me? Um, I wanted to talk to you a little about Cher, if that's Cher. all right. What about her? Um, her phone is on drugs. Her phone. Yeah. What kind? I, I she did not specify, um, but she tweeted, "Okay, I'm gonna say all the punctuation because it's very necessary." Okay. She said, "Okay, comma, someone call emergency, comma, emergency and, the, the sick drink." No, capital E emergency, okay. comma, and all caps. Take my phone away forever. Double exclamation point emoji. I was texting and talking to friends, and my mind was invaded by a creature from another, period. Galaxy, period. We're still in all caps. Okay. He invaded my body, too, period. Parentheses. 
That wasn't so bad. Close parentheses. All caps again. Sure, he's denying it now. Double exclamation point emoji. Share? Share who? However, in my defense, my phone's on drugs. Whoa, share. She tweeted that. Um, and then since then, it's just tweeted some normal stuff. Just like, oh, this was Gregory's favorite room. But tonight, out of every room in this hotel, they gave it to me. You know, normal share stuff. She's a pretty strange woman. Yeah, she is. Um, and so, while we're on the topic of Cher's uh, phone, have, have I ever shown you the list of Cher's pet peeves? I think we have covered this. I, on the podcast? I don't know if we've... <laughs> Our fact checker is telling us no. Thank goodness, because I, I look at this list a lot. Maybe it was a long night at work one night and you were sharing with me maybe pet peeves. maybe but i i love shares pet peeves. remind me of what they are let me see we got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twelve one two two twenty three pet peeves okay that share has and i in my i don't think they're in any particular order okay but in my opinion they get better as you go down the list get better as in higher pet peeve more pet peeve okay and also just funnier okay I, like, I will like first pet peeve nosy people pretty normal pretty standard issue uh-huh second pet peeve pimples again i don't like pimples i don't think no. anyone does no. you always feel a little conscious self-conscious rather third one drugs mm. one okay. of her pet peeves okay I don't know anyone else who would describe drugs as a pet peeve other than Cher. People that unironically work for Dare? Maybe. Maybe. But I feel like even then they feel a stronger emotion than like a pet peeve. That and yeah. And it <laughs> gives them a job. Yeah. Number four pet peeve? Tension. Of any kind. Tension. Any kind. Oh, no. Sexual. Uh, like in a rod. She hates tug of war. She hates it. Too much tension. All right. Fifth pet peeve. All work and no play. All work and I hate that too. I though. hate when it's all work and no play. I'm gonna side with Cheryl on that one. Oh, you gotta. You gotta. Six one. Knee length tailored skirts. Hmm. Hmm. Ultra specific. Pretty specific. And I think that's what makes it a good pet peeve. It is good. Because it's very much fits share. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Knee length tailored hair, good. Knee length tailored skirts, bad. Thumbs down. Seventh pet peeve, divorce. Not very fun. No. For anybody. One of her pet peeves though. Eighth pet peeve, being poor. Being poor? Yeah. Gotta agree with that one, too. Doesn't I'm, like it very much. I'm not Cher. a very big fan. No. I, I'm not either. And you know what, Cher? Good for you. Good for you for having the nerve to say, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like being it. poor. In fact, that's my pet peeve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That was eight. Number nine, artificial flowers. Oh, okay. I, so, again, I don't think these are in order of any sort of importance. No, artificial flowers is definitely above... 
being poor or drugs. Yeah. So one of those two. Number ten, bland food. Ooh, okay. Cher said, if you're gonna make me some boring potato salad, keep it at home. I'm gonna be peeved. I'm gonna be peeved. Number eleven, conservative clothes. Now I like that she's got this one on there as well as the knee length tailored skirts. Yeah. Where she's like, conservative clothes in general. I don't like it. But just so we're clear. If you knee length tailored skirts in specific, they're the worst ones. But it's more of a pet peeve of just conservative clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Next pet peeve, phoniness. Mm. Don't be phony. Don't be phony, which coincides with the next pet peeve, lies. Ooh. And both of those coincide with the next pet peeve, weak men. Ooh. <laughs> Don't be weak around Cher. Don't be a weak man around Cher. That's not what she needs. Puff your chest out. Do anything you can. I don't even think that she means it in like a... No, only physical. Typical masculinity way. I think You must she have just... biceps for days okay. around Cher. I, see, I don't think that I would fall under Cher's weak men pet peeve. No? No, I don't think so. I don't think you're weak, though. I, I don't think I'm strong. But you're not weak. It's about emotional capacity with Cher. Oh, okay. I mean, she's got her whole thing where she's like, a woman needs a man as much as a fish needs a bicycle. Yeah. And you know what, Cher? I agree. It's not about need. It's about, it's about want, you know? Oh, okay. It's about okay. desire, lust. Just like she doesn't want weak men. Yeah, she doesn't want weak men. What's next? Next, sex without love. Okay. And that's why I don't think I'm a weak man in Cher's <laughs> eyes. Because I'm a passionate person. Okay, okay. The next pet peeve is people who try to push her around. She All right. doesn't like that. All right. She doesn't don't, like it. Don't push her. We got another article of clothing, which I also think would be a great name for a cat. Okay. Scratchy sweaters. Scratchy sweaters. That is a good cat name. She doesn't like them, though. I saw a cat when I was walking home the other night. I was like, if only Harry were with me, he could just take this cat. <laughs> it was a pretty cute cat. It yeah. had a really chubby face. Aww. And kind of short legs. Uh-huh. Kind of like Munchkin Cat, but not quite Munchkin Cat. Okay. Cute. Um, the next one. Untidy rooms. Mm. She'd hate it here. Well, you know. This is where Cher starts to lose everyone. <laughs> I, most people I know have an untidy room. The other, next one? This one's good. Okay. Whining complainers. Whining complainers. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen that SNL sketch, The Whiners? Probably. They did it like a bunch of times. Where they just, whining complained? The, yeah, the whole time. It's not funny at all because it's it's just annoying. Yeah. So I think Cher saw that and said, I'm putting it on Ooh, the I, <laughs> Let me write this down. Yeah. Note it. Uh, pet peeve number 20, snobs. Snobs. So again, okay. I'm good. So, yeah. I think we're both pretty okay. Pretty okay Most there. people we know are, are pretty okay. Yeah. Number 21, nasty smells. Ooh. Don't like those is one bit. A bit snobbish to say. 
I don't think that's <laughs> snobbish at all. No, nasty to be like, I are. like it when things smell good, <laughs> neutral even. Right. I would much prefer no smell to nasty smell. Nasty smell. Especially nasty. Not even just bad. Nasty. Ugh. Ugh. Number twenty-two. Intrusive photographers. Very understandable why Cher would not like those. Yeah. Do not have that problem. Uh huh. No. And this last one, number 23, my favorite one. Top of her list. The Hollywood Rumor Factory. Oh. So if Cher wasn't famous, a lot of that, or at least not a lot, really just the last two things would be removed from her list. Yeah. Being poor might also be removed. I, I guess that would still be there. But she's, she's transcended that now. Yeah. So she'll never have to deal with it again. She just doesn't have to live in that pet peeve. Yeah, yeah. This is from like a, th- this list of Cher's pet peeves is from like a magazine or something. So it also says some of Cher's favorite things. Um, they're mostly like what you'd expect, like Italian food, okay, being in love, dancing, um, you know, crispy clean sheets is the only one where I go crispy. crispy. No, I want my sheets to be pretty soft. You take the Y off that. Like, crisp, clean sheets, I could understand. Okay. But crispy? I don't know. She also, believe it or not, likes midriff tops and funny jokes. And you know what? I like funny jokes. I do too, Cher. It's, it's a good list of her favorite things. It just doesn't all feel super, like, Cher-specific. Right. But you know, everyone's got things that are liked by everyone. That's part of being a person. A person, yeah. But that's that's the shared news that I had to to talk about. Okay. Okay. Lots of like famous associated stuff. I mean, I always talk about pop culture. That's true. That's that's what I bring to this podcast. That is, is true. Talking about current events and things that are happening, and and I bring worms. Yeah, you bring worms to this place. And I wouldn't have it any other way. No, 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 no. What else do you want to talk about? The Squid Game show. Okay. <laughs> Squid Game. It's going to be the biggest reality show of all time. Based off of a television show. Makes me want to bang my head through a fucking wall. I mean, that's late stage capitalism, baby. You can't even critique capitalism. Without it turning into more capitalism. <laughs> Just so. The point of the show is so literally like having a group of underprivileged individuals yeah. competing to win money for the entertainment of the people who are never going to have to do it mm-hmm. is bad. And, and Netflix said... So what if we turned it into a real life so what reality if we did show? It, though? Yeah. And I'd say it's yeah, Squid Game isn't subtle in the message it's trying to convey. It. So, but now I feel good about having not seen it because if more people didn't see it and it remained more of an underground thing, this show never would have happened. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But yeah, from from what I have seen of Squid Game which I, I have seen clips of it. Yeah. It is not, like, gentle about 
really anything. No, it, it straight up says rich people bad, capitalism bad. Thumbs down. Incarceration bad. Bad. Killing people bad. bad. And then Netflix said, what if we made it a game show? Of course they can't make the game show exactly like Squid Game. Why not? I guess they could. What if Netflix starts executing people? Feels a little illegal. It is. Depends on what country they do it in, I guess. But you gotta do what you gotta do to get the views. I hate it so much. I, uh... Where where are the contestants going to be from? Is it going to be American? I don't know. I'm assuming it'll be... A large conglomerate because there's going to be 456 contestants. Right. Um, Just like the show. Yeah. It'll be 10 episodes, one more than the show. Okay. So uh, that's great. Um, Casting is now open for applications. Let's take a gander. Squid Game The Challenge. U.S., U.K., or global casting. For this round, the front man is in search of English-language speakers from any part of the world. The stakes are high, but in this game, the worst fate is going home empty-handed. So, they're not going to kill people. Um, Let's see. You gotta be at least 21 when you're applying to be in the Squid Game. You gotta give them your first name. Your last name, your email, your phone, your birth date, your state of residence. You got to upload a one-minute video telling us about yourself, why you want to be on Squid Game the Challenge, what your game plan would be, and what you would do with a huge cash prize if you won. And what is the cash prize? Is it $4.56 million, like in the show? I think that is. I, I don't know if they're... Um, claims the payout is the largest lump sum cash prize in TV history. So yeah, it looks like they're going to give lots of money. Lots of money to one person. I mean, if you have that many contestants, I guess your audience is going to be pretty big. You can for and it's Netflix, they can afford it. Yeah. I'm interested to see how much they take from the show and how much they don't. Because, like, obviously there was the the period of time on YouTube where it was, like, a huge trend to do Squid Game in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would mostly be, like, people either with their friends or, like, with other people who they went to college with doing the thing. And it was, like, clearly mostly just for funsies. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get to like the Mr. Beast Squid Game video where it's like hugely produced and all that stuff. And so he's like trying to emulate the show and like you follow certain people a little bit. Um, obviously, there's not like any of the harassment in the not the dormitories, but like the, the bed spaces. Yeah. Um, but are they are they gonna do strictly like the challenges the, from the show? That's another thing with the show is a sort of a big deal with it was nearly everybody cheated, or if you wanted to win, you cheated. Okay. Spoiler alert. Uh huh. I didn't know that. 
But makes sense. To yeah, to win the game, you had to cheat. So are they going to let people cheat? Yeah, or are the challenges going to be sort of open ended? Uh huh. I mean, like like red light, green light, pretty easy. Right. Yeah, and that was the very first challenge on the uh-huh. show, and so like, you can't really cheat at that one, especially yeah. with robot that senses movement. Uh huh. But yeah, like all the other challenges, people would cheat. So I wonder. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna. What What happens if there like just is no winner? Because. If I remember correctly, the last challenge is the one where it's like the two paths, and on each of them, there's like a 50-50 shot of one of them just completely falling out. That was the second to last challenge. Okay, well, I don't know what the last challenge is. Last challenge is playing the squid game. I don't know what the squid game is. They explain it at the very, very beginning of the show. It's apparently a popular playground game okay. in Korea. Uh-huh. Where... You got the rules are a little bit complicated. Okay, okay, but my, what I'm saying is like, what if you get down to that yeah. last panels and one? Everybody falls. Yeah, what do you do then? I, I think statistically it couldn't have happened. There's just because there's like, there's like ten panels, uh-huh. and there's enough people where if someone breaks every single one, there's like ten panels, but eleven people. Right. So as long as two people don't jump together. Yeah, yeah, as long as they're not going through the same thing, yeah. Got it, got it. Okay, cool. The other thing is I know the Squid Game creator is working on a show based off of the success of Squid Game called, like, the greatest game show on the planet, which is, like, satirizing the inability of people to grasp the themes of Squid Game. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if that's going to be incorporated in the Netflix show. Oh, God. Or if the Netflix show is going to be incorporated into the greatest game show on the planet. I'll bet that. Like, for sure, right? I mean, I don't know. That also, Squid Game Season 2 is going to happen. And blah, 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 blah. Soon there's going to be a whole Squid Game cinematic universe. For real. I hate it. Some things can just be left. And you can just rewatch it to think about it. Impossible. I guess so. If something was financially successful, you have to see how many different permutations you can come up with it. I guess so. And that's good content. Stupid. Yeah, the, it's called The Best Show on the Planet, the, the show that the Squid Game creator is working on. Um, it's a satirical comedy that would be a reflection on Squid Game's overnight success. Um, but yeah, I, I have no idea what they're going to do with the Squid Game show. I don't know if it's even going to be like... That That's the other thing, is like, so... Squid Game is like the the real show is a narrative driven television program. Mm-hmm. So like people like the characters because the narrative serves yes. to get you to do that. Yeah. And on a reality show with 456 people, you you just can't introduce all of them. No. No. 
So who do they choose to focus on? I'd say even with game shows that have 20 people, you're like... Someone's got to get eliminated soon. At least five of them don't matter. They're, yeah. They're just not being introduced a whole lot. I mean, that's what happens on every season of Love Island or Are You the One or yeah. any of those reality dating shows. Is you go, all right, who are the people who are stirring up drama? Those are the people we're going to know about. Yeah. I... I just don't know if it'll work. I, I mean, it will work because of the success of Squid Game. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it works as a reality show. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, as much as I disliked seeing the YouTube trend of just, like, Squid Game in real life, and, like, I, Mr. Beast is his own, like, capitalist yeah. thing to get into. Absolutely. Um, I think he's a generally nice guy, okay? Uh, the camera's off, so you can't see it, but I'm looking directly into the camera. I think he's a generally nice guy. Um, and does have good intentions. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that he comes from a very good, positive place. Um, and I think that corporations often use him uh, in order to try and get some good publicity. Uh, but regardless of that, like, if Netflix cannot make a show for 10 episodes that is more compelling than the YouTube video that he made, Netflix is done. Yeah. They're going in the, the goddamn clink. That are just hiring Mr. Beast. But, like, why why would he? Why would he oh, you're turn absolutely from the right. literally zero... I mean, like, there aren't zero creative constraints on YouTube. But he can kind of make whatever the hell he wants. For what he's doing also, like, there really are no constraints. Yeah, yeah like, obviously there are certain things you can't show on YouTube, but he's not going to show nudity yeah. or, like, extreme violence or anything like that. So, like, even if Netflix offered him a deal, he'd be like, I'm good. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't, like, for 10 episodes? Yeah. How much of each episode of the TV show was, like, them actually doing the challenges? And how much of it was, like, narrative? All of it was narrative. Like, well, yeah. But, like, how much of it was, like, I'd say every other episode had a good 20 minutes max. Okay. Of just the challenge, not even, like, the politics of the challenge. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then how do you stretch that to an even longer series than the show itself was? And, And artificially creating those politics. Yeah. When the stakes aren't Like the death, yeah. You either get loads and loads of money, or or you die, or you get loads and loads of Instagram followers because that's what's going to happen on the reality show, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. And also with Squid Game, all the people they collected were severely in debt mm-hmm. or incarcerated. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you get someone to participate in yeah exactly so now you're just having an open casting call to hey I can't wait to see what influencers get on the show it's gonna be mostly influencers or like 65 year olds exactly who are just gonna lose cause they're old and yeah, there's, slow there's and... gonna be, be a few like lawyers uh huh or just people associated with law uh huh cause they're like okay I'm gonna read the rules at nauseam and then that's how I'm gonna win 
and then influencers. Uh huh. It's stupid capitalism. It's stupid. Woohoo! Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the whole video.